what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? All right, I've been off the grid, on the move, on the road, moving and grooving, and I haven't been on here in a while. So, dun, 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 I'm back, motherfuckers. But, all right, so, in short, I moved around. I'm not telling you where. If you don't know, then you just don't know. Uh, dealing with being an adult by myself, that sucks. At certain moments, it has its joys and it has its negatives. Um, you know, starting a new job, you know, living, doing the best that I can on a daily basis. So, this being said, I was being selfish with my internal thoughts because people have been cussing me out about it. Like, hey man, you know, uh, I was actually listening to your podcast. You actually know what you're talking about a little bit. And I was like, well, you know, one day when I feel like I need to be more balanced, I'm going to make what I need to make. So, I mean, for the people that are listening or have listened or will be listening to this, thank you. I appreciate you more than you ever know. Um, Even though you never told me or even if you did, I appreciate you. You're amazing. Continue to be you. So, with further ado, I'm going to make this as best as possible get all this stuff out the way so i'm talking to my friend about horoscopes and i use the analogy of like soul food where it's like yams collard greens cornbread fried chicken you feel me like basic shit that we eat normally on a soul food sunday type shit so what this has to do with horoscopes is People usually look at one aspect of horoscopes. And horoscopes are like way deeper than what you think. Like everybody be like, oh well I'm a I'm a fucking horrible person because I'm a Sagittarius. No, you're just probably just a horrible person. That's fine. Like just be honest with yourself, be open with about it, don't don't try to sugarcoat it. You're just a horrible person because you're just a horrible person by default. That's what you want to do. So I got deeper into horoscopes because I was like, you know, there's a reason why we have them, but I feel like I'm missing something. You feel me? Like, it's always something deeper to the surface. And this this is the kid that's super curious in my mind. So I'm going to always try to figure out what that something is. And so people are determined. Their actions are a lot are determined by the moon. So when you study the moon, the moon has a very large effect on people. So I'm like, if the moon has a large effect on people, your birthday has to have an effect on you, right? Right. So, I studied horoscopes. I haven't studied as much as I normally would have because, you know, just change of life. I ain't really got the time to focus on it or I don't make the time to. So, there's more to you than your sun sign. And I'm going to, like, tie this into, like, how it goes with black people, too. But your sun sign is just an overall generalization of, hey, look, this is what you probably are going to get at some point in time doesn't tell you when, doesn't tell you why, doesn't tell you how. It just tells you at some point this is coming. Right? So, when this comes, you feel me, don't be surprised this is your fair warning. Like, for me, I'm a Pisces. Like, everybody knows Pisces are emotional, but we're going to live and die for you if you ask for it. Toxic trait. And we might be a little manipulative sometimes. Sometimes more than others. And then the month that you're born in also helps contribute to that, too. Because uh, there's a lot more deeper than that. So, 
People be like, oh, you're a Pisces. I can't talk to you. You're manipulative. Oh, okay, cool. Like, you you only know about, like, one aspect. Great. You don't know about, like, the other six that come with it. Like, for me, I pay attention to a lot of, like, the moon, Mercury, and rising. Like, those are the most important to me because that's the missing pieces. Like, your soul food cannot be true soul food without yams, collard greens, and cornbread. Like, you're, you just can't do that. And if you do, you can try to, but it's not going to hit the same, you know? So, with me, like, my moon is a cancer. Like, my rising is a Virgo. And my Mercury is a Pisces. So, I have, like, a lot of, like, water signs. So, I'm very emotional as much as I hate to admit it. I care about a lot of shit, but I don't. Hence for why I'm nonchalant. Because if I care too much, it's going to fuck with me and I'm going to start, like, showing out almost. So, for the counteract effect of this, I just have to not care or make it appear like I care about nothing. And then when I get to that point of where it's like, hey man, stop playing with me, I can call it out and just go about my day. So, anyway, to tie this all together, there's more to you than you think. And how this ties back to black people is, one, we created horoscopes. So, like, that's the biggest portion of it. But there's a lot more than what you think. There's a lot more to see at the surface. Like, I I work in mental health. I'm not going to tell you where. I'm not going to tell you why. But mental health is very, very much like these horoscopes. Like, you overlook one little thing and you have caused a whole downhill reaction. Like, you have to be cognizant of everything that comes with a person. Hence for why I'm very scared of marriage because people change every five years from what I was told. So, the concept of for better or worse, I can love you for these five years, but I might hate you for like the next five. Relationships are kind of the same way, but they're not as rapid. Like, after the honeymoon phase ends, which is normally like three months, then things start to get like real. Like, okay, you know, we're doing the same thing. We talk about blank. We go do blank. We go eat here. We go go to the movies here. We go on dates here. We go to parties here. Like, it gets redundant or consistent. So, you know, a lot of this has to do with that. Like, okay, there's deeper aspects of people. Like, childhood traumas are real. As much as you don't want to admit it, I have a lot. I still have not talked to my own parents about childhood traumas that they have caused. Because sometimes I feel like it's pointless. There's no point to talk about it. Um, It'll go one year out the other. And, you know, I don't like wasting time because time is money and money is time. And that's the only thing you can't get back. Because once you spend it, it's gone. Like, me making this right now is part of a premeditated aspect of me getting emotionally centered and mentally centered. So, haven't done this in a while, so it helps. Anyway, so, with people's emotional childhood trauma, whatever, um, as they may not talk about it, they might. I'm, some people are not as open as I am about it. Because I'm depends on who you are. I ain't going to talk to everybody about it. Because some people don't need to know me. Like, y'all can know QJ, the basic entities of what you know and what you see, and then we can just go about my day. Um, my close friends, a lot of them know. Uh, some of them don't. Some of them I don't talk to anymore. So they might know, but they might not at the same time. But, you know, everybody has something that comes with them. So when you're saying for better or worse, you know, you got to be cognizant that there's better and there's always worse. Uh... I, I try not to be, like, basic 
with the stuff that I do or talk about. Because I could talk about, like, how LeBron is probably going to win his fifth ring because Kyrie's probably not going to get the vaccine. Shout out to Kyrie, I guess. I mean, there's, that's a, you got to talk to me personally for me to have that conversation with you. I'm not just going to blare it out in public. Because, you know, people don't have open minds and don't think critically and think, like, their way is the only way and everything is peachy-dory. So, you know, if you want my insight, knowledge on what I think, text me. Call me. I'll send you a voice message. Be like, hey, I listen to your podcast. Tell me what you think. Cool. Anyway, um, I try to bring people substance. And with bringing people substance, sometimes you got to disappear for a while. Because, you know, dropping something every week is a lot. So, creative juices can't flow in a week. Like, it, it's, it's just not going to do that. <laughs> like, any rapper that drops an album every two months just shows that they're just bored and they have nothing else to do. That's why their albums always sound the same. Um, anyway, back to how this all ties together. Um, understanding people is very difficult. In addition to the fact, understanding the small details is even worse. Because there could be a small detail that they're holding out that could be the key to everything. Like, I watch anime. A lot of people, like, make used to make fun of the anime community. But now they're realizing, like, oh, like, a lot of people really watch this. And a lot of people actually have gotten better by watching it. Like, a lot of my darker times, I watch anime. Because it's very, uh, it gives you hope. Like, controversy, conflict, overcoming conflict, teaching you how to reach inside yourself and be better, never making excuses. Like, it's a lot of small things that if you don't really pay attention to what's being said, you're not going to understand it. And then I feel like a lot of people are just now seeing like, oh, these are the same people that we was making fun of for running the halls like Naruto and shit. Don't get me wrong. That shit is funny because I definitely laughed at them, too. But like I can also understand them because like that's freedom. Like I'm allowing myself to be free and be open to who I am and not fitting into a category that people want me to fit into. Like my favorite anime character ever is Shishamaru. Shishamaru is from Inuyasha. Watch it. He's really like an anti-hero. And the older I get, the more I resonate to being an anti-hero because you can't be a hero in everybody's story. Somebody gonna dislike you for something. Like, if you're not disliked by anybody, that means you're not doing something right. And I've heard that quote from somewhere. Don't quote me on it, but I can find it and tell you later on in life about who said it. But, um, it's impossible to be a hero in everybody's story. Like, for instance, I don't like Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus was a horrible person. He literally obliterated a whole a whole entity of people. So why would I want to celebrate you? But to somebody else, if you're European, he might be like the most amazing person to you because, quote unquote, he founded America, which isn't true. But, you know, everybody's subjective to their own opinions. So that's why. I look at people differently. Like, I like helping people. Like, I will give you my last if I feel like you're worth my last. And I have to learn how to, like, distinguish that because a lot of people aren't worth the energy, nor the time, nor the space. So I have to, like, distinguish who's who. And that's not easy. But with this being said, if I understand where these people are coming from and who these people are, you know, it's a little easier. And, you know, I used to, like, hate the fact that I was everybody's, like, psychologist, therapist, whatever. 
I'm like, I didn't come here to listen to your problems. I came here to get, like, a chicken sandwich and some fries. Like, I wasn't here for that. However, people usually just push past that boundary and try to force it, whatever. So, me standing on my one is something I've really been working on. But me standing on my one has actually caused a lot more conflict. And, like, I've seen a quote on TikTok that said, Peaceful people are those that know they can do great damage, but they choose not to. If you can't create great damage, you're just harmless. And I feel like a lot of times, as people, we are harmless because we don't want to show people, like, that missing piece. Because, I mean, who really wants to cause conflict all the time? Like, if you always into some shit, I feel like you just like the attention at this point. That's why I'm not an attention whore. I just be like, yeah, whatever. If I don't get no attention, I just don't get it. However, there are small pieces of me that, hey, you know, every once in a while, attention ain't bad. But, you know, I feel like I can cause great harm to people. Like, I don't get mad very often because I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Because <laughs> if I get upset, like, it's, it's like a zero to 100. Like, I can either be really, really nice or I'm really, like, really on that go mode. Like... And I'm not like, oh, I go out here looking for fights. No, I may not even touch you. But I'm so premeditated that I'm going to make you feel like I touched you before I even touched you. You know? And it, that may not make sense, but it does when you think about it. Like, premeditated people are the, probably the most dangerous people because they're going to plan out every single movement that they do. Like, yeah, I could go put your head through a window. But what is that really going to do? Like, I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to be subjected to assault charge you know it's a lot of minor stuff i don't want to deal with but if i'm premeditated with it i can make it look like you hurt yourself but i touched you though crazy how that shit works i watch a lot of crime movies i watch a lot of csi miami i watch a lot of law and order i watch a lot of shit that gives me ideas like i could really fuck you over if i wanted to but that's a small piece of me a lot of people don't know and that's probably why everybody think i'm be like crazy and shit it's like nah i'm not crazy I'm just prepared. Like, stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. Nonetheless, whoever got to deal with me in the future got to deal with it. Whatever. Great. So, how this goes with black people, because I know I'm getting off topic and sometimes I like to ramble and shit, is we are very powerful beyond measure. Like, we have the ability to create anything, especially black women themselves. Like, they can create any essence of color, gene pool whatever like anything you want we can create and i feel like we don't give ourselves enough credit because we are always dumbing ourselves down to the society of world that we live in like if we were to like really focus on like two things like two things a month and like be really dedicated to it like studying it learning how to be the best at it at all times i feel like we can really do whatever the fuck we want However, we don't like to be unified. So that's a small piece that we as a community have to be accepted of until we decide to change it, which is whenever people decide to. Um, you know, I also feel like there's a lot of things in books that people don't use. Like where I work, I've seen one girl. Um, she's read. She read a whole series of books in a matter of like three weeks three four weeks maybe a little more like three four four to five weeks i ain't gonna understand it 
like four to five weeks. She said, I finished a book in a day. I said, what? She was like, yeah, I finished a book in a day. I was like, was it good? She was like, it's not the fact that it was good. It was just so horrid and graphic that I couldn't look away. And I was like, damn, that's like really dedicated. She was like, yeah, you know, I wasn't like super into it at first because, you know, I got my own shit going on. But like the more you read it, the more you was like, how can I look away from this? How can I not read this? I want to know more. And I feel like us as people have the ability to do the same thing. Like for me, I'm about to go inside and meditate because I haven't been sleeping well. And I feel like my mind is not at peace because I'm really, really tired, like faithfully now. And it's not like me being adult tired. It's like, you know, something ain't right with me tired, you know? So I'm working on that. Like one of the things that's on my list of things to learn is ethnology, herbology, ethnology and herbology. Like I want to become a healer because everything that of my essence of being deals with healing. Like most of my jobs have something to do with helping people. And I have came to accept the fact that that's what comes with being me. And usually I would try to like avoid it. Like, you know, I'm not going to be super helpful to people all the time because who's going to help me if I get into situations or in situations, you know? So once I accepted that, like I accepted it like a couple months ago, like, all right, this is what I do. This is what I'm stuck with. So let me just appreciate what I do instead of running from it because that's my gift. Me running from it will not save me and probably make the shit worse because I'm going to get pushed right back into it anyway. Um, if I learn how to be a healer, I can heal myself, then I can heal other people. In addition to the fact, I want to be, a, the goal is to be an occupational therapist, so I'm setting up ways to do that. Um, you know, it's a lot of studying that comes with this. And a lot of studying does not relate to being in school. Like, I study interviews all the time. Um, I watch a lot of people who are successful that look like me because if you look like me, I can feel like I can do it as well. And image is very powerful. Henceforth, why they don't make, you know, the prototypical Jesus black or how they don't put the images of God as black. They put them as white a lot of times. Because if you see yourself in these people, you can believe it. Like in school, they don't teach you about all the black people that did amazing fucking shit. Because why would I empower people I want to oppress? Make sense? And a lot of people don't know their actual history. That's why critical race theory is about to be a really, really bad thing. Um, it's going to actually make people really stupid. And it's going to be creating the false sense of, oh, white people are amazing. It's not necessarily true at all. If anything... Nonetheless, I've studied a lot of this shit. So, ask me about it later on a later basis. But, um, what was that? Like, yeah, you just got to study shit. Whatever you're passionate about, like, be deeply into it. Like, I was listening to Derek Grace, and he was just like, I like the fact I can give my children options. And I was like, ooh, that's a bar. And I rewinded, and he was like, I like the fact I can give my kids options. It's not the fact that, you know, I'm going to be the most successful every time because being successful takes a lot of time. He said it took like nine months to nine years to make his first like really successful amount of money. So people will be buying his classes like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be Am I going to be a millionaire in a month? No, we might be a millionaire in like five months because I gave you the game early. But that don't mean you about to be a millionaire like right away, you know? And in a microwave society, we don't really take time to learn. <laughs> Crazy how this all goes together with the horoscope shit. But we don't take time to really learn what we're doing. Like, 
I asked my dad about taxes because I'm like, how can I avoid paying taxes on vehicles? How can I avoid paying taxes on houses? You know, stuff that makes sense because nobody's ever taught me. No, like we are always taught how to do the most difficult math and how Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492, but ain't nobody teaching us about mental health about how to handle stress, how to handle, you know, paying your bills on time, how to take care of people around you, how to say no, how to create boundaries. Like, it's a lot of shit that we're not taught that is actually beneficial that we're never taught. So I study things. I study people that do real estate. I listen to them. I listen to them talk because they did it. So why would I not listen to somebody that's done it? You know, that'd be ludicrous. Like, I listen to TED Talks. I used to listen to TED Talks a lot. Like, my roommate was my line brother. And I will tell you, I used to sit and watch TED Talks, like, all day. I would fall asleep watching them. But I can hear them and remember them, you know? So, it's important to study what you're interested in. If you're not interested in what you're studying, you're not going to like it. Like, for instance, I've had jobs I don't like that were not interesting at all. I was just doing them just to do them. And you're not supposed to do jobs for, like, benefit of money. You're supposed to do it for, like, the experience that you've been taught. And I can tell you now, like, people look at my resume and they be like, you have worked a lot of different jobs. And I'd be like, yeah, I did. And they're like, tell me your experiences with them. And I'll, like, explain, like, each one. Like, I can tell you about the lawn care business that made me dedicated to hustling. Hustling and having the ambition to, like, hey, whatever time you need me to work, I'll work it if it's in my means. Uh, I've worked at FedEx, so I don't mind getting dirty lifting stuff and Amazon multiple times. Um, you know, I've worked as a athletic, a student athletic trainer, student assistant athletic trainer. That's how I got my rings in football and track. Um, showing you that I'm interested in helping people in the healthcare option. So it's like I'm not avoiding it because it's actually what I want to do. In a similar instance, you know, I'm cool with helping people. I'm cool with being put in, like, some really stressful situations and handling them correctly. In addition to I've done a desk job where I was a family support coordinator. Like, my list goes on and on. And they look at me and they're like, you're 23. And I'm like, yeah, I am. And I was like, you've done a lot more at 23 than some people have done at 33. And, you know, not to, like, boost my own horn or and nothing because I feel like there's so much more for me to do and so much more greater aspects for me to reach. It was like, you know, you got to remember you're very young. And I heard Derek Grace say this. It was like you're, oh, no, I heard a different person. I don't, I forgot. Mitchell, like Marvin Mitchell. He sells like, he was teaching people how, black people how to like become the bank type shit, which I'll explain. I'll post a link if people want to see it. Like just text me, I'll send it to you. But he was just like, your 20s, you have to understand that you're really young. And it doesn't feel like you're young at all. So if you're going to fuck up, you're going to fuck up to, like, the maximum. But you'll still be good enough to be straight. Like, he was like, I could qu- I quit my job at Edward Jones. And I could be straight. I could get another job as a financial assistant. Or a financial advisor whenever I want. Like, it's not that difficult. You're You're 21. You still have a lot more life to live. You have a lot more experiences to live. So, like, I always, like, I always ask the black person that works at, like, Mercedes to sells cars or, like, 
mechanics that are older, like, hey, man, why did you choose this? A lot of them be like, because my livelihood needs me to. A lot of them are like, because I'm actually pretty good at this and I can just do whatever I want and just take apart stuff and fix it as I go. You know, so jobs are about experience. And then the small details of your job that you learn, you'll take it with you to somewhere else. Like, at my last job, I learned I don't like desk jobs. I really don't like being on salary either because I could work 80 hours and get the same amount of money or I could work 40 hours and get the same amount of money, which is cool when you think about it. But at the same time, it's not because when you do work those supreme extra hours, you don't get paid nor compensated for it. However, when you're on hourly, it's like, okay, I'm getting paid for this now. So you're more receptive to it. Um, in addition to the fact I don't like sitting still, um, I feel like I need to move and be active because if I don't move and be active, I'm gonna lose interest really, really quickly. And I'm gonna be like, I really don't want to do this shit today. I'm good on it. Um, just finding your niche. So if you don't take anything from this little rant that I've been on, finding your niche is understanding the small details of yourself. And then when you understand the small details of yourself, you're able to expand and be a better version and be more acceptive of what you should be doing. If that makes sense. Like for me, I know like, hey, I'm probably gonna have to pay my rent early because I may not work 80 hours this week, possibly. Not because I'm afraid I'm not gonna be able to pay my rent. It's just, you know, stuff happens. So I may not be able to, you know, splurge as much as I want to. However, taking care of the things that are needed to be taken care of early means I ain't got to do it later, you know? Um, just be yourself. If if anything else, be yourself and study the things that you actually want to do and understand that it's not going to happen overnight. I struggle with this all the time, whether it be relationships, businesses, self-worth, self-establishment in life. Like, if you recognize and listen to people that have done it, They'll tell you they struggled for, like, years, months. And we didn't, I don't think people want to struggle because we are in a microwave society of, like, boom, I got it. And that's not always the case. Like, majority of the time, it's going to take you a little longer. Hence for why being so premeditated and, like, diligently working on things is so important. Um, and people like to say, like, oh, you need multiple streams of income. You don't need multiple streams of income. You just need... Uh, you just need to be able to sustain yourself long enough to be happy and be content with how you're living. If you're not content with how you're living, then, you know, you change. You have the right to change and burn it down at any moment. You know, it may not feel like you have the option, but if I don't want to go to work anymore, I'm just not going to go. Like, granted, there's consequences and repercussions for it. However, we're young enough to where we don't have to do that. Even if you're older. Because there's a lot of people that are successful and didn't get successful into, like, their fifth acting role. And they've been acting for, like, 20 years. Like, you know, it's it's not about the the speed of which you go. It's the correct, it's the correct direction that you go in. Because if you're just moving around, yeah, you're going to hit some, some bright spots. You're going to hit some bumpy spots. But you don't know where the hell you're going. It's like a compass with no direction. You just like floating. But if you're just following one path and, you know, you're just walking the path, yeah, you're going to see people pass you up and it's going to bother you. 
and it's going to feel like, you know, you're not doing the right things. You, you're supposed to be where they're supposed to be at now. But just remember, at one point, they may not have been able to run. You know? So now you have to build yourself up to where you can run and be, well, you can jog effectively. To From jogging, you get to running. You know, it's steps towards this. Because if everybody was meant to be a billionaire, everybody would be. But not everybody's meant to be that because they don't have the patience or the dedication to do it. And they don't believe in themselves enough, me included. So, hopefully this helps. I might write a book, honestly, like, I'm, I'm cool. Like, it, it's, I'm trying to do things that scare me because the things that scare me are going to be more beneficial to the things that sound like possible. And I feel like me writing a book is very possible, but I want to write, like, a great novel. Like, I'm not trying to write no, like, think and grow rich because I'm not rich. I would be telling you, I would be selling you a dream that's not me. Um, I feel like telling you a story of, like, trials and tribulations is more beneficial because people can relate to it. Like, do I always want to hear about a rich rapper buying a Ferrari? No, because I've never seen a Ferrari. Well, I have, but, like, there's a lot of people that haven't. Like, I've never sat in a Ferrari. So why would I talk about it if I ain't never seen it? And my favorite rapper said that out loud. And he was like, I was talking about cars, clothes, and hoes. But I've never done half of the things that I was talking about. So why would I talk about it? You know? So just stay tuned. Stay down. Stay humble. Build up. Stay focused. You know, you got a lot of life to live. And don't lose sight of the goals that you set as a kid. Because the goals you set as a kid are probably some things that you want to do. And still want to do. It's okay to be a kid. Be the greatest version of yourself. And I'll see y'all on the flip side, man. Um, I'll try to be more consistent for the people that's been asking. I apologize. Like I said, been moving and grooving, doing my own thing. So, I'm going to be more consistent. Don't expect it to be every other week. Just expect it like, you know, maybe twice a month once a month just just know it's coming okay but appreciate y'all be safe blessings and prosperity